Welcome to Skills USA's podcast. Today, my guest is Shayla Vasquez, and Shayla is going to tell us a little bit about her her journey as a student, and and we're going to learn about how she uh, how she grew up and and how she has come to arrive where she is today. Hey, Shayla, how are you doing? Hi, I'm well. Thank you. It's 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 been good to see you again. Um, for those who may not be aware, she was a past national. She is a past national officer and former cover model for Skills USA Champions Magazine, <laughs> 2006. <laughs> right? Yes, that was so exciting. It was actually always my dream to be on the Skills USA Magazine, and um, you helped me make that a dream come true. So awesome! <laughs> so. Let's let's delve back to your not so long ago childhood. Um, you grew up in Rhode Island, is that right? Yes. What was that like? Um, Rhode Island is very small. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I felt like sometimes, um, you know, I was driving on the highway, and I, I mean, I would see my mom, <laughs> or yeah. I'd see an aunt, or you know, a colleague or a friend. Um, it was very small, very community like type feel. Um, I, I enjoyed my childhood in Rhode Island. I, you know, I grew up there. It was a great, I'm from Cranston. Um, so I had a, I felt like I had a great education, great teachers. What were you like as a kid? Um, I was actually always very studious. The first thing I would do when I would come home was my homework. I was so excited to do my homework. I would just be excited about like markers and highlighters and different cool rulers and things like that. I was really into school. Like I really enjoyed it. Um, I didn't, I wasn't one of those sporty kids, but I I did some cheerleading um, throughout the years, but really I was really studious. I really loved learning. Oh, great. So you were a good student then. Yes. So how did you get involved with skills USA? So I went to Cranston High School West and I applied to go to the Cranston Area Career and Technical Center. I went there for culinary arts and I met one of my mentors, Chef Martha Silvestri. Mm -hmm. She's amazing. And being she she was also the Skills USA advisor. So um, being in her culinary class, she kind of scouted me out. and asked me to participate in in some of the chapter meetings and I did and I started getting involved and so much that I liked it and loved it that I I ended up running for state office. Oh okay. Was that intimidating to to consider that and to public speaking is one of the top fears of most people. It is, but it was it wasn't intimidating. I think that um Skills USA really, and and being a part of the chapter office and the state office really, and actually national office was really where I honed that skill, um, really helped me with that. I was never really shy, but I think that it really polished me in terms of the public speaking and the interacting and, oh my gosh, so much more like the interviewing, everything that a teenager is going through um, at that time that you really need those those core leadership skills. Mm-hmm. Um, so it wasn't intimidating. I think it was helpful. Uh, I, I would use that word. That's awesome. Yeah. So um, you mentioned that culinary arts was your your trade area. What's your favorite thing about that? 
Well, I love culinary because I feel like I can really express myself through food. Um, I'm very creative and I feel like I can add a little bit of this, a little bit of that. And it's just the touches of different spices and different techniques that you learn that create something wonderful. Um, and it doesn't end there, right? Because you can create a wonderful dish that tastes amazing, but then you, the beauty of being able to share it with someone, a friend, someone you love, and them being excited about something that you've created, it's really special. Um, so I've, I've always really, really loved uh, cooking. It's actually my first passion. It still is. So you are hosting a dinner party and you want to impress the people there. What's your go-to meal that's going to blow people away? Well, it would be my jerk chicken pot pie with a pancake uh, batter top. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. Sounds amazing. <laughs> yes, it's so good. It's sweet and spicy, just the right amount of spicy. Um, it has fresh vegetables. And then at the top, instead of a regular crust, I do like a pancake, a sweet pink brown sugar pancake batter crust. So it's nice and fluffy and oh, the textures are just amazing. It's always a hit. So the, the <laughs> first time I had jerk chicken was in Key West at Kelly's restaurant. Um, the actress Kelly McGillis owns that restaurant. She was big in the eighties before your time, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> Top Gun, she was in Top Gun, the first one. And, and she has a restaurant on Key West. And, and that was my first time trying. It was amazing. But it doesn't sound, it, I don't think it was as good as what you just described. That sounds fantastic. Yes, it's so good. <laughs> so what was your national officer experience like? You got to travel a bit, I guess. I did. Honestly, it was, it was, it was, a, it was such, I can't even put into like one word how, much of an impact it really made um, for me on my life. I, like I said earlier, I came from Cranston, Rhode Island. It's very small, obviously the smallest state in the U.S. Yeah. Um, and that's when I started doing a lot of traveling besides going to Kansas City, um, you know, for nationals and, and for competition. I've never really traveled and to Dominican Republic where I'm from. I never really traveled like that. So um, my, I mean, my first trip was to Peoria, Illinois, and oh, wow. Caterpillar. I, was it a Caterpillar visit? Yes, or? yes, it was a yeah. Caterpillar. Yes, yeah. and I could not believe that I was in a room. I was there to give a speech on um, on Skills USA, and everyone was just amazed that I was in high school and surprised, and they just they. They couldn't even believe it. And I was more amazed and surprised that I was in front of all these business leaders, um, you know, and, and this big company. And I was able to network and interact. Um, I mean, they even offered me a job. Oh, wow. So and I was in high school. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that that was the beginning of my national office experience. I mean, we I did some traveling. I got amazing training and I still keep in touch with the with with a lot of the other officers. Mm -hmm. um from that year so that was a really amazing experience yeah that sounds really neat i i still see this today with i mean the national officer program is a, is a fantastic leadership development training program as well as you know great 
ambassadors for the organization. And you see this uh, even now when these young men and young women speak, people in all levels of government pay attention and you can see their, how impressed they are and, and you can see how much it, it helps. You can watch the growth as it happens. It's really, really fantastic. It definitely did that for me. Um, I, I feel like from the moment that I started like on the local level to the time that I was at the national office level after their, after their training, I really developed my skills and, and learned so much. Mm-hmm. I mean, things from like things as such as like etiquette, you know, some things that are just brushed over, I feel nowadays, yeah. you know, those important things, because we're, you know, we're meeting with, with industry partners. And if we're out somewhere, just like, just like, you know, you're an adult and you're out and, and you're networking and you're meeting someone and those, those small core key things that, um, some people don't get to know or experience or see, you know, I got to really um, own those skills at a, at a, at a early level. So that was really neat. Yeah. That's very valuable. So you graduated high school. Yes. What was next? You went to Johnson and Wales, right? Yes. I actually got a full tuition scholarship to Johnson and Wales. Thanks to skills you say. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> which, uh, which was amazing. And the impact that that had on my life was, I mean, it, it's mind blowing to think about it. Um, I'm first generation in the United States. So, um, you know, I really relied on scholarships and, and my grades, which I always had great grades um, to to get to college. So getting that scholarship really did it for me, you know, gave me an opportunity to go to college and not have to worry about, you know, taking out a loan or having to work really just, I would just get to focus on my studies. And um, I was really blessed to be able to, to have that scholarship. So I went to Johnson and Wales university in North Miami mm-hmm. because, oh. <laughs> because uh, the offer was for any campus. And of course, you know, being from Rhode Island, I was so tired of the cold. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> so I said, you know what, I'm going to Miami That's and, cool. uh, yeah, and I, I've I've been in Florida ever since. <laughs> uh, you've you've become a true Floridian then. <laughs> I have. Kind of scary, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Uh, like I know that there's a lot of retirees down there. So when you retire, will you go back to Rhode Island? <laughs> no, no, my uh, cleaning snow days and gloomy nights are over. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I bet. Yeah, that's and and. Yeah, <laughs> that's a huge difference. <laughs> I, I the first time I went to Miami, I had never been. You know, I was an adult when I went. I was probably, you know, in in my early thirties, and and I'd never really got the Florida thing. Like people would talk about it, and I'd say, "Well, what's so great about it?" And 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 I went down and walked out on the beach, and I called my wife, and I said, "I get it." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I've never seen water like that before, and that was amazing. But, um. So, oh, I do want to touch back on this. You meant you mentioned the Dominican Republic. What's your favorite Dominican dish? Uh, my favorite Dominican dish is sancocho. Okay, what is that? That's like our national soup. Um, it has plantains, yuca, a whole bunch of root vegetables. Okay. It's kind of like a thick soup, and it has a lot of um, different meats like 
chicken or hen. Some people use like smore coach pork chop, um, goat, beef. So these big chunks of meat and these root vegetables, it's really hearty, like a hearty soup. Um, it's so delicious. The, the flavors of just like the different meats in the soup is really what does it. And do you make that too? Are you? So I do make it. And uh, that's actually something that I do miss about being up north is that when I was living with my mom, she would always make it because it's appropriate, right? It's cold mm -hmm. up there. <laughs> but down here in Florida, it has to be like a really rainy day for yeah. us to say, you know, we're going to make it. So probably like once every four, five months or so. That's great. Do they, they don't do mofongo in Dominican Republic too, or do they? Yes, yes, we have a uh, we we do mofongo as well. But you know, I really didn't grow up on that much. Um, I know how to make it. My mother makes it, but we probably have that like once a year. Okay, I, I've had that in Puerto Rico before, and so yeah, good. yeah, I really like it. But I just that's the first time I'd ever heard of it was when I was there. So yeah, they're really big on it in Puerto Rico. Yeah, that's awesome. So you were studying culinary. You're at Johnson and Wales. How did you make that? Um, move to become uh, an attorney? So um, I did, I actually took food and beverage management okay. um, for an associate at Johnson and Wales. And then for my bachelor's, I did hospitality management. Oh, okay. Um, that actually was influenced by Chef Martha, um, who, like I said earlier, she's like one of my life mentors. Um, and she said she really could see me in the administration side of things, mm -hmm. um, of running a restaurant, running a hotel, you know, instead of um, cooking and being in the kitchen. Um, so I said, you know what? I, I'm like, okay. Uh, I did a lot of that when I was with her. Like I would do a lot of the inventory, um, you know, the keeping of the items or, or whatnot, um, running, helping her run the restaurant because we had a restaurant um, at the high school. So a lot of that I really transitioned over into when I went to Johnson and Wales in college and I took a lot of those courses, the accounting, the how to run the establishment, the entrepreneurship. Mm -hmm. um, at the same time, I always thought it was so important and the, the best way that I learned because everyone learns differently is hands-on. Mm -hmm. So I immediately got a job working in the same thing that I was studying. Um, I worked at a hotel at a luxury uh, property in Miami Beach. Mm -hmm. And um, it was it, it became really easy for me because I was doing what I was studying. Right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so yeah. it was it was like a practice. Um, I moved up actually fairly quickly. I was like 19 years old. Um, I was a, like a front office manager and I found myself in a situation where I didn't feel stimulated intellectually um, anymore. I liked what I was doing, but I needed a little bit more. Mm -hmm. So uh, I, one of my um, requirements to graduate from Johnson and Wales was to do an internship um, for a full semester. And I had an interest in the law and I said, you know what, I'm going to seek an attorney in the area and see if they'll take me on. Mm -hmm. um, and maybe I can look into possibly doing some type of um, legal work with businesses and, and I can transition into like a hotel lawyer or a corporate attorney for a mm -hmm. restaurant. Um, 
And that's exactly what I did. Um, it just happened to be that I didn't stay in the field of hotels and um, restaurants, but, and I kind of merged more into government. Um, so uh, yeah, that, I, I, that internship is really what did it for me. That attorney became like one of my mentors as well. And he said, I really think you should go to law school. And I'm like, oh my God, I haven't even graduated yet. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I said, man, I, I never even thought about law school that I could even become an attorney. Like that just seemed really far-fetched for me. But uh, he said, listen, you work hard. Um, you go to school full-time, you work full-time, you intern. Um, if anybody, if anybody can do it, it's you, all you need is, is hard work, dedication and, and love and passion for it. So that's how it began <laughs> my transition. Did you, were, were the skills you learned in skills USA, whether in the classroom or as an officer, state officer, local officer or national officer, did those, did you find those able to be applicable in, in your both university time as well as in your, um, your law career? Absolutely. Let me tell you, I pride myself and knock on, <laughs> knock on wood. I've never had an interview that I did not get called back for that job okay. ever. And I know that is because of all of those skills that I learned in skills USA. I always preach this. It, it's just, I've always, I can't even, I can't even give it to luck. <laughs> I give it to preparation. I give it to um, the skills that I learned there. Um, I, I mean, my leadership skills. I went from being a front desk agent to a supervisor to a manager in a matter of like two years. And that's because of my leadership skills, showing that I have the ability to lead a team and a group. Um, same thing. And I mean, in college, whenever we had something as as minor as a group project, mm -hmm. I'm I was the lead person, you know, and I, I learned how to um, not only lead, but also sometimes you kind of have to sit back and let other people shine where they can shine. And I learned that in, you know, my training um, as a national officer. So uh, every every single thing that that I learned while I was in skills, I definitely it definitely translated into college and now into my life now. That's that's great. That's great to hear. Um, we, we always, we have a lot of stories like that of how people can take those skills and apply them, um, even outside of the specific trade they learned or the, um, specific office they held, you know, that it just, those, those leadership skills translate in a lot of other areas. And it's, yeah. And it's something as small as we had this, um, rule that <laughs> this was specifically at, at the state level, like if you're on time, you're late. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I've carried that with me always. I'm always at least minimum 15, 20 minutes um, early for anything. I put everything in my phone calendar. I used to use a planner back in college, but sure. <laughs> as technology has evolved. <laughs> yes, as we all have. <laughs> I now put everything in my phone and I live by that because professionalism, right? When you're on time. Um, when you remember important dates, when you remember important things, when, um, you know, you're on top of things, when you triage your work, those things, those are those are core key skills that I learned in skills and I've translated into my everyday life. So what are you doing now? 
I'm an attorney now. Um, I'm an assistant chief counsel for the Department of Homeland Security here in Miami, Florida. Um, so I'm a trial attorney and I handle immigration cases for the federal government. It must be really interesting. It is very interesting. Yes. <laughs> and, and you probably have a unique perspective having come from an immigrant background yourself. Correct. Yes, absolutely. So I, I would guess that there probably aren't a ton of people that, you know, can can see it from both sides that way. Right, right. And I and I can. And um, that's I think that's one of the things that makes me fair and just and, and open. That's great. So one of the other things I wanted to ask you about is you've written a children's book as if as if she wasn't doing enough, everybody. <laughs> um, you wrote a children's book. Um, with her daughter. Um, what's your daughter's name again? Her name is Jazara. Jazara. And, and and that book is called Play Outside, Let's Go. Tell me yes. about that. Yes. Yeah, so um, that's one of my, my most proudest achievements. I wrote that book with Jazara. Um, the inspiration came from her. Uh, she, I guess, like me, she loves loves learning. She loves books. And I saw her always um, exploring different books. And instead of watching, you know, a show or playing with a toy, she would run and grab a book. So mm -hmm. I said, how awesome would it be if she could see herself mm -hmm. in a book, you know, and uh, it was during COVID time. And of course, I always have to be <laughs> intellectually stimulated. So sure. I... <laughs> I, I literally research, at, you know, wh whether I wanted to go the self-publishing route um, versus trying to sell it to a publishing company. And I really love the control that I was able to have in terms of creativity. Mm -hmm. So I decided that I was going to self-publish it myself. And um, everything came from her. I, I mean, I found I did illustrator tryouts. Uh, the words are words that she uses, um, you know, the things that she does in the book are things that she was doing at the time. Mm -hmm. So I was like, man, this is going to be something that she's going to see and she'll have forever. And it's, you know, it's there forever. It's published and um, she knows the book by heart. She can read it and she's mm -hmm. only three and a half. <laughs> oh, that's great. So it's really beautiful too. I mean, I haven't seen all of it, but the in illustrations I've seen is really beautifully illustrated. And and I, I'm assuming that representation is of your daughter, the the kid in the book. Yes, it looks just like her. It's oh, like the great. cartoon version. Um, I'm in the book. The cart it's the cartoon version of me, and um, a lot of the things that are in there, I was able to really. It's really a a work of art. I was able to you know work very closely with the illustrator and tell her, you know, put Jazara in a high chair versus, you know, a chair or put her to the left a little bit, you know, towards the back, like exactly where everything is posi positioned, the colors I used. Um, I did a lot of research um, in terms of what colors, you know, are best for children at that age, mm -hmm. small things like that, um, that they would pick up on using different words that, um, appeal to children her age. So a lot of thought went into it. A lot of love went into it. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's yeah. really, that's really great. Do you have any plans for any more books or? Yes, you do. Yes. <laughs> yes. You know, it's a, it's, 
life is, is stressful and it gets very busy. But um, when I do have a little bit of downtime, um, I go back to it and I'm actually in the middle of working on the second book with Jazara. And um, this one's going to be about traveling. I always wanted to be about something new, um, like in terms of uh, that Jazara could learn about. Like she doesn't know, she didn't know at the time about snow. She didn't know about what winter's like living in Florida. And I, of course, <laughs> you, you have that wish privilege. You could <laughs> <laughs> right. So um, this time is going to be about traveling. One of you know one of my passions and and something that I hope she loves that I'm going to be introducing her to. So. Um, it's going to take a, a little bit longer because I don't have as much time as I downtime as I did when I when, you know, COVID was around, but mm -hmm. coming soon. Well, we're excited <laughs> for it. Where can we get the book if people want to check it out? It's Play Outside, Let's Go is the title. Yes. And yes. Where, where, where will we find it? Um, it's available Walmart.com. It's available on Amazon, Barnes and Nobles. Um, if your local library, um, if you just give the title, Play Outside, Let's Go, uh, they can also look it up and order it. That's that's really great. Well, I, I really appreciate your time. Uh, I know you're very busy, have a very busy schedule. Just a couple more quick questions for you. One, I wanted to ask you a little more about um, your advisors and mentors and and what quality, uh, you mentioned a specific uh, chef, and I've forgotten the name already. Um, chef Martha Silvestri. Yeah. What, what, what qualities about her do you most admire? Oh, there's, there's a lot of qualities that I admire about her, but if I had to pick something, um, it would really be that something that I don't have, um, is that she really has a really cool, calm, and collected personality, a, a good temperament, no matter what. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no matter the situation. Um, I mean, the kitchen could be on fire, right? Mm -hmm. And she is cool, calm, and collected, and she will get it done. She will handle it. Um, you know, many curveballs can be thrown her way, and she will get it done. And you will have no idea that the kitchen is on fire, that, you know, <laughs> whatever curveball was thrown her way was thrown sure. her way. And um, that's a that's a wonderful quality to have. Um, yeah. to be able to maneuver through life that way. Um, just, I, I mean, she's always been like that. I love that about her. Well, that's, that's a, that is a great quality. And, and we all wish we had more of that. I'm sure. Um, what advice would you give to a student considering joining skills USA or taking a CTE class? Yes. Um, seek mentorship. Um, I feel like that really moved my progress along um, through high school, college life, even now as an attorney. Um, sure, I could have joined um, SkillsUSA at the high school level and, and it could have, you know, my, life, my career with skills could have ended there. But if it wasn't for seeking that mentorship in Chef Martha and her, she really was crucial in helping me run for state office and being successful there. And then while I was there, Joshua Clemp was, um, who's the state director now, mm -hmm. he was also a mentor mm -hmm. for me while I was at the state level. And I mean, I keep in touch with him till this day. Mm -hmm. And uh, him and, and Mr. Carosi, um, 
they were, oh my God, my goodness, they were very crucial in, in helping me get to the national level, right? And and the things that I needed to do, the things I needed to say, how to prepare, um, what I needed to get done, any applications, anything like that, you know, and when you have people who've either done it before, um, or who, you know, know an area that you're not, you know, familiar with, um, so many people are willing to help you out, you just got to seek it. And, um, that's one of my like life secrets <laughs> and, and, you know, that, that has made me so successful. I mean, and I, and I took that, those crucial people. And still to this day, my mentor now, his name is Damon Brody. He's an attorney. Um, he's guided me, you know, every step of the way from every job. When, when I was a prosecutor, when I was a city attorney, now as a federal attorney, it's because of that mentorship, because he's been there, because he's done that. He's made the mistakes. Um, you know, there's a lot of great people out there that are, that are willing to help, but you have to seek the help. Um, and it's okay to, <laughs> you know, to ask for help. Um, it's okay to not know everything. Um, but when you have someone who is, passionate about an area or a skill or a class or a field that you're not familiar with. And, you know, you can look at that person and say, man, I love that quality about that person, or I love that they're able, that they're in this position that I one day would like to be in that position. Ask them, you know, how did you start? How, what, that's actually one of the questions that I always ask, which I learned through skills when I'm in, when I'm in interviews, how did you get here? Because everyone's, you know, everyone has a different story and you always learn something from someone, um, you know, no matter whatever background it is, how, how they got there. And uh, that's that's really like a, a key, crucial, um, important secret that I that I would say, you know, helped me out a lot and I think would help out any high school student, college student or anyone listening to this, really. Well, well Shayla, thank you so much for your time today. Of course. Great catching up. And um, <laughs> everyone, be sure to check out Play Outside, Let's Go, available on Amazon and wherever you find books, I guess. And and um, I look forward to hearing about the next one when it's out. And you've been listening to Skills USA's podcast. I'm your host, Craig Moore. Skills.